0: Hey guys, it's Guru Mike Panda, The Binding Warrior Podcast. It's here's your Mindset Monday episode of the week. So in today's episode, I want to discuss the concept of the alpha male. What is an alpha male? And why is it that so many people online don't really seem to know what an alpha male is, even though they're talking about what it means to be an alpha male, they don't really know what it means. So what is it? And what can we do to properly recognize and understand what it means to be an alpha male? Because I think it's important that men like, and the thing is growing up, and I notice this even to this day, All masculine men that I know and I've known throughout my life They have all Become or they are an alpha male, right? And the problem is is that with social media and all of the Misinformation that can be put out on social media people use the alpha male Or the alpha male like moniker to refer to a lot of things that really have nothing to do with an alpha male's role Right and I want to talk about that today. So if you go online and you type in alpha male on YouTube, you'll probably find a bunch of these like, quote unquote influencers like these these uh, guys who think, or even girls, who believe that they have it all figured out and they try to influence people online and they say, you know, an alpha male is a guy who, who's really ripped and he's cut and he can get all the ladies and anytime he speaks in front of a crowd everyone watches him and you know, so on and so, so forth, right? And there's all these tips for men how to date and be an alpha male and all these things. And I don't necessarily disagree with the fact that an alpha male can potentially do those things, right? Like they can be charismatic, they can be confident, they can be ripped and in shape and good looking. They can do all those things, but in reality, that's really not what an alpha male does. And that's not really what an alpha male is, right? An alpha male in in like biology, right? Let's talk animals, right? Let's talk wolf packs. If you look at a pack of wolves, there usually is an alpha wolf, right? And the alpha of that pack Usually people would say, Oh, it's the most dominant person. It's the one who can fight. It's the, I'm sorry, it's the most dominant wolf. It's the one who can fight. But no, if you look at the pack, right, the alpha in that group is not just the person who tells the other wolves what to do. It's the one that can lead the wolves. It is the one that protects the other wolves. It's proven itself time and time again through different circumstances to prove to its pack that it's worth being followed. So the alpha male... Or the alpha female, whichever case it may be, has proven to its pack that it's worthy of being listened to and worthy of being followed because they, time and time again, have shown through actions that they're willing to protect and capable of protecting the pack, right? So how does this turn to us as people? So again, people mistake the alpha male or the alpha whoever... To be the person who can command a room in a social setting or who can be really good looking and get all the ladies or whatever, that's really not what an alpha is, right? The alpha, if we're going to use the term properly, is the individual who can probably lead. They can probably lead the pack or the tribe or the group of people that they're with because they've proven it time and time again, not just from they, what they say, but it's also from what they do. And I meet a lot of guys, especially like young men, because I work for the Kickstar Kids organization, and, which is a uh, middle school program. We teach martial arts and character education to uh, kids in middle schools in Texas. And I also teach my martial arts at And the vast majority of my students, frankly, are male, right? And there's always this aspect of who is the alpha, you know? And they don't say it, but there's always this attitude of like, who, can, who is the top person here? Because men want to be that top person. No one wants to be the beta in the room or the weak one, they want to be the alpha, or they want to aim to be the alpha. And even if they're only aiming to be the alpha to themselves, they want to be the alpha. They want to be the dominant person in their life. So I think a lot of guys, especially young people, get it twisted that they have to be the best dressed, or have the most money, or the fancy car, or the most ladies. That's really not what the alpha does. The alpha proves themselves through actions, through service, that they're willing to stand up and preserve and protect the tribe. Protecting and preserving the group of people that they are with. So let's say you lead a family, you're a father, right? And th- here's the thing, I am trying to learn how to lead my family properly. A lot of people think I've gotta figure it out, I don't. Marriage is like this constant learning activity, like every day you're learning things because you're working alongside your wife and you're trying to figure out you know, things together and oftentimes you can have conflict together if you don't know how to resolve those things. And I think it's really important that if you're a father, you are called to lead your family. And I'm trying every day to lead my family. It's difficult because I know how to lead like a martial arts classroom, right? If you put me in front of 50 people, I could teach a class, I could speak in front of a crowd. I could do all that. Right? I have a hard time doing that when I have my newborn crying and my 4-year-old is lost his pirate toy and my wife is asking me to do the dishes or something and I'm trying to juggle all these things. It's hard to lead that because right? the personality of the husband and the father that, that I have is so young, and I'm still trying to figure it out. But I know that I'm called to lead my family. And the thing is, a lot of I come across a lot of dads, and um, they always say, you know, I wish my kids would just listen to me. I wish my wife would just listen to me. And when I draw upon my own experiences as a husband and a father, the times when my wife was less likely or less uh, desired less to listen to me, or when my kids don't listen to me, it's usually because I am not worth following because I'm doing something or I'm acting in such a way that is not worth following. I'm probably losing my temper. I'm probably losing my patience. I'm probably vocalizing a complaint, or I'm being negative. These are things that we as dads fall into because there's so much on our shoulders, it's, it's, it's easy for us to slip into this negative spiral, right? But I noticed that when I am in a mode where I don't complain, where I'm calm, when I'm collected, and I communicate to my wife with tact and poise, she listens to me, right? And fortunately, I'm able to do the latter more often than not. I'm not perfect at it, but that's the truth. I'm able to figure it out faster now after six years of marriage and parenthood, right? So as we're in this week, as we go into this week, you wanna be the leader, you wanna be the alpha, great. And I used to think it was about being in the gym and getting in shape and all these things and being able to be the most dominant fighter. I guess if you're a martial artist, you could be the alpha in that sense. But just because you're the most dominant fighter in a room doesn't mean they'll follow you, right? There has to be something else, right? You have to remember that with your character, people will follow you. With the actions, not the words you say, but the actions you perform for you and the people that you lead, whether it be your family, your business, your martial arts school, whoever, you are being assessed all the time, right? You're being constantly watched and tested all the time. And so if you want to be someone worth following, you have to act like that. So ask yourself, what would an alpha or someone that would be worth following do? Would an alpha fly off the rails when they get angry? Would an alpha be upset at a small thing? Would the the alpha be uh, uh, threatened if they were challenged by a subordinate? Like, what would an alpha do in my mind, and seeing guys that are true alphas, like Tuan Carl Atienza, in my mind, is the example of an alpha. Or uh, someone like, uh, actually, I just met him just now, uh, before I'm recording this, uh, Mike Glover of Fieldcraft Survival. I attended one of his uh, his, uh, preparedness uh, talks here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Great guy. Super amazing presenter and speaker. I don't think I've seen a better speaker and teacher in a long time. He's an amazing teacher. And that guy in my mind is an alpha because, based on what he's saying and based on the service that he's done for this country and what he does for his company, Field Cross Survival, I can see that this guy is an alpha. Not because just because he's in shape or charismatic or good looking or whatever these things are, because he is all those things, but more than that, I can tell from his personality and the way I look at Juan Carlos or anyone else that's an alpha, Master Carlos Machado comes to mind as well. These are people who are calm. These are people who can communicate. These are people who live by example. Right? So if you're going to be, or if I'm gonna be, because I'm in this boat too, if I'm gonna be someone worth following, am I calm? That's the first aspect of being an alpha male. Am I calm? I'm from New Jersey. It's hard for me to be calm. (laughs) I had to train myself over years and years and years to be calm, right? Naturally, I want to do what everyone else would do when they're stressed out and just get upset. But in reality, I know I can't do that. So for the last few years, I've learned and taught myself to not fly off the handle. And I'm way better at it now than I used to be. But I have to constantly work at it. So how do you maintain calm? Meditation is huge, right? People call it mindfulness. I mean, meditation is really just a fancy word in my head for like contemplative prayer, or maybe just silence. Being able to sit and calm your body down when it's completely, nothing's going on. And the thing is, you'll notice this, if you've never meditated before, or if you've kind of slacked in it, like frankly I have lately, like in terms of just basic quiet training, Put a timer on your iPhone or smartphone for 10 minutes. Find a quiet place in your house before everyone wakes up and just sit there for 10 minutes. Don't do anything else, just sit there. And you'll notice yourself wanting to move, wanting to check your phone, wanting to get up and do something. Because if you're ambitious, like myself, you're gonna wanna do stuff. And a lot of times we associate stillness with doing nothing. But in reality, training yourself to be calm is the hardest thing to do in the world. That's the reason why the samurai had to meditate. Right, that's the reason why the Spartans would ask the oracles for advice before battle. If you saw the movie 300, right? It's a reason why Filipino warriors historically have always been, frankly, religious and spiritual. Right? It's a it's a normal thing. So I want you guys to think about that as we go into this week. You got to be calm, and the second thing is you got to be able to communicate. Right? You got to be willing to communicate. You need to be capable of communicating coherently and tactfully. You know, I know a lot of guys who like pride themselves on oh I'm a no BS guy I just say what I want and people kind of respect that but the truth is if you're not communicating properly I don't care what you think you are it doesn't matter if you're direct, indirect, whatever, you need to know how to communicate effectively. How do you communicate effectively? You know who you're speaking to. One of the traps that I fall into is that I'll speak to my wife, after like if I'm training my guys all day long and I go sit down with my wife for dinner, I end up talking to her as if I'm talking to my students. And maybe if you're a martial arts instructor, you know what this is like. And your, uh, your significant other, your spouse will often say, hey listen, I'm not one of your guys. And I have to step out of that. And it's hard for me to. So knowing how to communicate to who you're speaking to at the time is powerful. Right? The way I speak to a room of karate black belts would not be the same way I would speak to a room full of corporate executives. The way I speak to a room full of corporate executives would not be the same way I would speak to a bunch of law enforcement officers. The way I speak to a bunch of law enforcement officers would not be the same way I would speak to a bunch of middle schoolers. You need to know your audience and you need to know their needs and how they speak. Right, you need to know the lingo. You need to understand the language they use. You need to understand the poise and the tact they use, because that's the only way that you'll be able to understand, or they'll be able to understand you. So know your audience. So you got to be calm. You need to, know how to communicate, and also you need to be composed. Now this is kind of tying into calm, but being composed means that when you're under stress, you can think through it. Right, calm is when you can stay calm in the midst of a crisis, but composed is when you can act. In the midst of a crisis, right? You're composed. So there are times when I'm teaching all day for kickstart kids and I go teach at night and I handle family stuff in between that, I'm exhausted, and I'm overwhelmed. But if I can compose myself to still function in that space, then I am truly becoming, I guess you could say an alpha because I'm becoming more dominant in that situation. Right? And also you have to be informed. You need to be educated. Right, a lot of guys they just think I'll be the alpha male by being the biggest talker in the room. In reality, the people that people follow, I notice, are usually the biggest talkers. They're the people with the most intelligence that can communicate their ideas effectively and they can be calm to lead that group of people. Right? So be calm, be composed, be educated, right? Communicate properly. These are the aspects of being a true quote unquote alpha. Right? And then from there you have your skill sets of, you know, protecting your tribe, physical fighting skill sets. We may get that to another podcast, but These are really the the fundamental aspects. It has less to do with the external look that you have, or even the skill sets you have, has everything to do with the way you act and the way you act in such a way that people will follow you and that you can be influential to those people. All right, guys, so I hope this podcast inspired you. Take care, God bless, and be the hero in your life.